Good evening, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee with a Kick. Keegan's over there. I'm over here. I'm Xander. That's my name. Um, I, you know, I have no follow up to my own setup, so I'll just keep and moving. Don't wear it out. That's your name, and don't wear it out. I was gonna make like some sort of joke, like you're not going to wear it out, because like I don't under, I don't even understand what that saying means exactly. Uh, but I thought that it was an ill-conceived joke that wouldn't be funny. So instead, mm. I'm doing a, a really dry diatribe on why I didn't say a joke that wasn't going to work in the first place. And no one is finding it interesting. I am highly certain. Uh, anyways, since if you're still here, which <laughs> may you may or may not after that... Uh, Go ahead and drop a like on the video, drop a comment on the video, drop a subscribe, hit that ringing bell. Uh, I was about to sing that song from the 50s or about ringing my bell, but I believe that one has some sort of innuendo undertone, so I'm going to leave it alone. Uh, Just, I don't want to sing it anyways. Maybe it's cold outside. Yes, that's the exact one. It's, It's definitely innuendo. It's not direct or anything. Uh, up to interpretation tonight we are (laughs) going over the reverse fixture first week of reverse fixtures for the Champions League doing a little bit of a breakdown of the table situation you know giving you halfway through group stage look at things Um, looking at the schedule this is truly a reverse fixture because all these games are the same as last match day just opposite home teams I don't do they do that every year you know, I don't know if they do it the exact same way, but this year it seems like they're literally going match day one will be six. It's, will it's be like five. a full mirror, just like it's like a snake draft of a of a group stage sort of. Um, does that yeah. make sense? I think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, also, they flipped it so that E through H is going on the first match day and oh, yeah. everyone else uh, in A through D. Uh, oh, eighth. Yes. Yes, A through D goes on second match day. So we have we get to start with Group E. Uh, we get to start with Group E, which is Feyenoord and Atletico Madrid. Uh, Feyenoord up top at six points right now, as oh. everyone expected. Feyenoord up top, Atletico Madrid five points, Lazio four points, and Celtic at one. So really, this group is still quite up in the air. Uh, and it's anyone's game. The match days themselves are uh, Madrid hosting Celtic and Lazio hosting Feyenoord. Uh, how do you have this shaking out for this match day? What are you looking for in Feyenoord? You know, I think Feyenoord getting the 3-1 to one victory in the reverse fixture, I really think they're going to park the bus. I think it'll be 1-1, and I really think that Feyenoord's just going to, like, get out with a point because they're on top. If they get a point from this, they just need maybe one or two more and they're virtually in. And they've so, got Celtic coming up. So it's definitely yeah. strategically that's that's what you're looking for. And by the same token, I think Lazio will be pressing quite a bit because if they're going to get it, they need to get more points out of Feyenoord than Feyenoord needs to get points out of them, obviously, because they're ahead of them. Um, but this is a really important fixture for Lazio itself. I think that Lazio being at home, it helps them. Obviously, I think they take it. <clears throat> uh, I think they take it two nil actually 
for Fe, uh, uh, for Feyenoord. Uh, and then for the Atletico Madrid and Celtic matchup, I think that Madrid uh, comes into this one prepared and ready to take on Celtic. Celtic caught him quick in the last one, and they don't have the home side for him. I think this one sh- shakes out more along the lines of what we would expect it from the first one with a uh, a 3-0 victory for Celtic. Uh, so, for Madrid. <laughs> for, yeah, for Celtic. Celtic goes into Atletico Madrid's place and takes it 3-0. After hyping up Atletico Madrid, they lose. Reverse three. that. Yeah, I'm going to go a 1-0 Atletico Madrid victory. Ah, a nice classic slog from Atletico. <laughs> yeah, I really... I mean, they got DePaul's on a red card. He's their mm. tried and true CDM. So I don't know. I don't think Celtic goes in there and gets a point. No. But I think at the Madrid finds a way. They win 1-0. They haven't impressed me in the Champions League. So no, they have not. For sure they have not. Um and then to not shock me. That's it, for sure. Then we move to Group F, which is shaping up to be quite I mean, Group of Death. It's well it's well contested, the whole thing. PSG leads it at six points. Uh Dortmund and Newcastle both stand at four with a better uh, with the head-to-head going to Dortmund. So that's why they're ahead. Uh, and then AC Milan bring up the weir at two points. But again, this one is fully up in the air uh, with the matches being AC Milan hosting PSG and Dortmund hosting Newcastle. Yeah, I have a 2-1 to one Milan victory. I think they're going to understand mm. the pressure of the moment because they don't get points here. It's going to be really hard for them to move on. So I think they get all three. And I think Newcastle gets all three in Dortmund. Dortmund, I think, has lost their last three home matches in all competitions. Wow. Unusual for them. They're home to their advantage. I think it continues. So I think a two-to-one Newcastle win. A double two-to-one match day for Group F there. Uh, I think that, that PSG solidifies their place at top of the group here against Milan. I think they it, – it's not easy, but I think they take it uh, a kind of reverse of yours as one to two for PSG. And then for Dortmund and Newcastle, it depends on which Newcastle shows up. Um, I think that – oh, and you had you – had, sorry, I wrote that backwards. Uh, it's one to two that you had it. I think that uh, – Dor- I, listen, I want Dortmund to win this one uh, because I think I had them moving on. Hold on. Let me flip back to my other notes. Where did they go? I don't think I have that page in here right now. That's all Pokemon stuff. No, it's on my it's on my desk somewhere, and I don't want to search for that. I think I had Dortmund going on, so I will continue to have them going on and uh, drawing Newcastle at home. So, you know, at least not a loss. I think that's going to be 2-2. Uh, a draw there for Dortmund and Newcastle. Because um, that's what I want. And then we'll go down to Man City's group, Group G. Um, this one's already done. Uh, Man City's on nine points. Leipzig's on six points. Young Boys and Svernitzvedia, one point apiece because they drew each other. So that's cool. <laughs> uh, City gets Young Boys at home. They don't have to go play at altitude, in the rain, on artificial turf. And uh, Svernitzvedia gets to host Leipzig in... Oh, shoot. I, I forget where Svernitzvedia is from now. Uh, my, it's escaped my brain. Belgrade? Where's Belgrade? Uh, I can't remember. They're in Belgrade. 
because it's Belgrade Red, Red Star Belgrade, something like that. I don't care. Man City is going to win, and Leipzig is going to draw. I've decided with Sverdlovsk Svedja, one to one, and City is going to win. I don't know what seems reasonable. I'm going to go with four to one <laughs> in that one. I'm going to be kind to young boys. Yeah. Wikipedia says that Futbolski Club Sverdsvedia, commonly referred to as Sverdsvedia, or simply Svedia, or simply Red Star Belgrade, they're from Serbia. Serbia, that's it. They were founded March 4th, 1945, on the backs of World War II. And I think that's going to propel them, that history. Prior to the end of World War II for Europe, right? You said March 5th? March 4th. Yes, that's before the end of World War II. So these guys, the war, they became a club. And I think that's going to that's gonna drive them in this game to get a two-to-one victory. Whoa. They're going to remember their roots 86 years ago, 88 years ago. So simply Svedja is going to win. And, you know. I love, I love spreading a good bit of simply Svedja on my toast in the morning. I don't know. It sounded like a Greek yogurt sort of thing or something. I don't know. Some sort of a Serbian Nutella mix, probably. Hey, I don't. You know, I don't know what they grow in in Serbia aside from tennis players. Um, Novak would know. Yeah, Novak would know. It's it's going to be something crunchy because I know Novak's very like uh, he's a he's a very you know organic sort of guy. Uh, anyway, how bad do you, do you slate City for winning? Are you going to go with 9-0 this time? I think I'll go 7-0. 7-0. You just want it to happen. We just, just beat Burnley 6-1. You did. And I don't know. I It's going to be at home. The conditions don't look like they're going to be too bad. So I think they just nice take change it of pace for EPL matches. That's for sure. It's been gross for city matches. It's been gross over there in England. Yeah, we basically rested four starters on the weekend, four young boys because we knew we had to set a precedent for them. So yeah. New- <laughs> definitely <laughs> have to worry about young boys. Well, you know, you win this one, and basically you can just like coast for the other two matches of, of Group G because you'll have locked away. I mean, depending, I guess, on what Leipzig and Sverdlovsk does. You maybe need to worry about it, but if you if you win this one, you're you're through at the very least. You're already basically through, but you're definitely through if you win this one. Uh, anyways, we'll move down to Group H, uh, which is also not super close. There's a little bit of tussling that could happen there in two and three, but Barcelona's got full points so far: nine, FC Porto six, Shakhtar Donetsk three, and Antwerp is not good. They are at minus nine goal difference. That's losing each game by at least three, um, on average. I can't remember the actual results. But uh, Shakhtar gets Barcelona in whatever stadium they're using because they can't play in Ukraine. Uh, And then FC Porto gets Antwerp in uh, Portugal, right? They're in Portugal. Yeah, it looks like they're playing in Hamburg, Germany. Hamburg, Germany, following up the Colts. We just played, I think, in in Hamburg. We'll be in Hamburg. I think we're going to Hamburg. That's a totally different type of football. Um, yeah, this upcoming weekend, they're playing in Hamburg. Yeah, yeah, playing the Patriots the in Hamburg. You know, yeah. the game that everybody wants. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, but I think that uh, Barcelona gets their three. I think it's a, a pretty slow match. Just kind of a, a really dull 0-2 to two victory. And then for Porto and Antwerp, I think it's 3-1. to one. Porto over Antwerp. Antwerp's just not good. But it's at least not three goals that they lose by. You know, Shakhtar played pretty well when they played Barcelona, wherever Barcelona plays. I think they come out with a 2-1 to one victory. Wow. Shakhtar, because I have Shakhtar going through. So I got to have them pull through the Mm -hmm, win. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, Antwerp, I think that they want to be, they're like Burnley. They want to be really good. They want to play with the big boys. But they're going to lose three to zero. And that's going to be them playing a good game. Yeah, that's that's about the shape of things for them generally. Uh, They only have three goals, four. So I guess a 4-1 would be more apropos of their previous performance. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't think they've got a chance. I've almost found my rankings here. Uh, anyways, we'll move on. That is the end of Tuesday action. We'll move up the table to our A boys, the group A teams, uh, which is Bayern München on nine points, Galatasaray on four, Manchester United kept themselves in it, they're on three points, and Copenhagen not out of it yet at one. Uh, and it is going to be gay. It's the abbreviation for Bayern, B-A-Y. Bayern München versus Galatasaray uh, in Bayern. And then Copenhagen hosts Manchester United. Yeah, Man U in the Premier League and in the Champions League continues to just sliver by. I think that ends this weekend. I think they lose 3-1 to one in Copenhagen. Whoa. And I think Ten Hag gets fired immediately after the game. That would be a bad result uh, for sure. Uh, and then for Bayern and Galatasaray? I think it's a 2-2 draw. That's a decent result from them. Uh, yeah, I've, I think I've I think I've got United sneaking past like a, a two to one victory. Uh, and then for Bayern. The question is, like, do they sit anyone for this one? You know, do they kind of take the pedal off the gas? I don't know. I'm going to I'm just going to give it to them. I'm going to give it to them uh, two to two, also two to one. Also two to one. All gas, no brakes. Yeah, I mean, they they haven't been impenetrable by any means, so them giving up a goal is not outrageous. Uh, but for Group B, another one that is quite quite open. I mean, there's there's a good bit of distance, but it's really anybody's anybody's uh, group at this point. Arsenal on six points, Lens on five, Sevilla on two, and PSV on two. I mean, you flip a couple of these results here, and you could really see this table get shooken up real good. Uh, I don't think that will happen. I think that Arsenal takes care of Vince against Sevilla. Um, I think that they win. I think they win 3-0. And then for PSV and Lens, uh, I think that Lens will be upset that they that they drew PSV uh, at home. I think that they would have, you know, definitely like to get more points out of that. And I think that they take. I think they get it. They steal another point back from PSV. Uh, on their home side, 
uh, is in a one-to-one, rather dull match. Mm. I have PSV winning three to one. Wow. I think they come out hot. They show Linz what's up. And I have Sevilla winning two to one. So you're just going for, for total chaos here. You know, I don't think Arsenal has the mentality to bounce back after their first loss of the season to then immediately in a couple of days just play again. So I think they lose again, and I think they start to crumble a little bit. I think they ultimately go through, but I don't know. They'll make it interesting. That that would definitely make it interesting. Six points and then three teams at five. Yeah. That makes it for an interesting last, last two match days. Uh, then for Group C action, uh, Real Madrid's on a full nine, Napoli on six, Braga on three, and Union Berlin. So much promise, but they've lost, like, I don't know. I, I, let me check their, their recent domestic. But they were, at one point, they lost, like, nine straight matches in all competitions, which, if you don't know, is not good. Um, let me see if they've won anything here recently. Nope, lost to Frankfurt, lost to Stuttgart. Lost to Bremen. Yeah, nope. They're they're on like an, a twelve match losing streak, I believe. So that's really, it doesn't bode well. I think they sneak a point here, and they're like super happy about it. I think that they sneak a point against Napoli, just like a one one draw, and then for I think this this Braga one has me interested. It does. But I don't think I don't think it shakes out. I think they get another late heartbreak, and Madrid takes full points here. I think that it goes three two for Madrid and Braga. I'll keep it simple. Both matches in three to one. Real Madrid and Napoli advance. That's that's uh, my that's my that's my weekend. It would not necessarily wrap up the group, but well, well yes, it would. Would it? I don't know. Uh, Technically, Braga could still could could still do it, but Napoli would have to lose against Union Berlin, and that seems unlikely. Um, And then for last group, Group D, we've got uh, this one's pretty salted away. Uh, I mean, we don't know who's going to get first necessarily, but but it's Real Sociedad on top of Inter on goal difference, I believe. Uh, Yes, on goal difference. Inter also at seven, like I said. Salzburg. Uh, oh, I did say it like I normally do. RB Salzburg uh, has three points, and Benfica, a really disappointing zero points thus far. Uh, yeah. They have not scored in the Champions League. Yeah, I don't think that that changes. Really? I have a 2-0 Sociedad victory. Benfica, they might think that the back half is their half. It's not. It's a good thought. But, like, they just have it threatened at all. Mm. Um, and I do think Salzburg beats Inter 2-1. to one. I think they make it interesting. I think they beat them 2-1. That would make it interesting. Uh, definitely. I'd give them a shot at it, at least. Uh, I think... I'm going to agree with you here on RB Salzburg. I think that they're at home. They know that this is a must-win scenario. Um, mm-hmm. They need the three points here, so they're going to be throwing a lot at it. It's going to open them up in the back and you know, maybe it's they're up 1-0 and then it, it goes 1-1 and they end up pulling away 2-1. Uh, but for uh, for Sociedad, I think that they also I think they, they lock up first here, get a three points out of it. But I do think Benfica get a consolation goal. Um, 
mm, no, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. They don't. It's a 1-0 victory for Sociedad because Sociedad's only given up one goal against thus far in the Champions League. So they're not they're not ones to mess around. And Inter either. I mean, they've only given up two. So it's it's really it's not a lot of goals in this in this group here. Uh, I mean, it, it just not a lot. Four for Rails. There's been what is this? Eleven goals across all the matches so far. Not a lot happening. Um, but yeah, that that brings us to the end of match day four, the pivotal match day four, and we will see where we sit after this. Uh, Anything else you have on the table for this episode? You know, I like match week four because there's so much that could happen. I hope mm-hmm. that some drama happens, but some of these groups you already know they're they're put away. They're done and dusted. A couple of groups, maybe. About half I think we've got about like half are done and dusted. And then we've got the other half kind of split between like, yeah, it'd be something and something like, I don't know what's going to happen here. I'm I'm confused. I'm startled. Yeah, I just don't want it to get to where all the groups by the last match week is just who's going to get the Europa League spot. Yeah, it's like who cares at all about these last couple matches. Hopefully so. I think some of them will shape up that way. Um, But, you know, time will tell. Uh, Anyway, that is the end. That is the match that will be match day four. And until then... Uh, we will see you tomorrow morning for the recap episode for uh, the Premier League, uh, which had some fireworks, had some snoozers, had some wild matches, had some shocking, shocking results, truly shocking results. But you have to wait for that until the morning. In the meantime, why don't you go ahead and grab some coffee, watch some soccer, and we'll see you tomorrow. Swartoldi.